thunder. Here we go, right? We pound on the roof. We pound on the ceiling of the truck. Boom. All right. Welcome back to Columbo and Katie on 1019-941 News Talk STL. Getting Roddy Boyd on the line right now, and we will be getting the uh, latest on the legislative session and the drama happening within the Republican Party here in the state of Missouri in just a moment. want to remind you first about our podcast. If you never want to miss any of the great conversations that we have on the show uh, or any of the fun that we have, like we will be doing at 3 o'clock when we open up Close's Cabinet, talk to our buddy Mark Close from KC95, all you have to do is subscribe to our podcast. We put the show out as a podcast right after we get off the air every single day on basically every podcast platform. So whatever your favorite platform is, just make sure you're subscribed to Colombo and Katie and you'll never miss anything that happens here on the show. All right, I think we've got Rodney ready to go on the line with us. Uh, Rodney, uh, anything uh, anything interesting happening these days? Uh, uh, yes, sir. Quite a few. You know, I was surprised you said that three today you were going to do more close, but I thought you were going to broadcast live uh, for the for your listeners from Missouri anyway, yeah. the state of the state. Yeah, it's, this is at three o'clock. That today. is right. Oh, going to be right. telling us the, the, yeah, the Governor Parsons is going to lay, this is his final state of the state. Mm-hmm. He can't run again. And he saved the best for last. I'm and sure so, it'll be very you know, riveting. I'm sure. Oh, I mean, for any for any of your uh, uh, listeners that uh, uh, have trouble taking, no, I won't say it. I'm yeah. not going to say it. <laughs> any insomniacs <laughs> out there, remember to stream. The <laughs> if you have trouble getting your your little one to take a nap yeah. in the afternoon, blast yeah. the state there of the state live stream it. They'll probably be sleeping. Uh, I think that would do the I'm trick. Proud of, I'm proud of. I'm proud of the governor. This is the last uh, hoorah. And as you started off with, and as you know, uh, this is a very, very tense time. I was asked yesterday, I'm in Jeff City now, and I was asked last night by uh, a relatively new staff person as, you know, how unusual what we're seeing play out, more particularly in the Senate with the caucus rifts and fights. Is this, you know, how rare is this? And I said, look, there is always a certain amount of natural tension in the political uh, arena. Uh, but what I haven't seen is things get this volatile, this fast in session. Normally, these sort of tension points you see in the last two weeks of session, and they've sort of been built upon because of whatever did or didn't happen prior to session. Mm-hmm. Rarely do we see, you know, within yet still the first month of session, the kind of... Um, you know, very, very palpable, visible, um, hostile uh, tension. Yeah. And it's uh, it's only going to make it a very interesting uh, year yeah. for getting things done. Interesting is a word for it. And uh, it is certainly a, 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 an, an interesting and, and unique situation that is happening. M- maybe you would know. I, I, I feel like, you know, we do a pretty good job of keeping up with everything that's happening in the news, you know, nationally and locally. And, and so, of course, you're aware we were, you know, I was aware of the, you know, the arguments, the dissent uh, between some people, some Missouri Republicans and the Republicans that are in the new Missouri Freedom Caucus. But I was surprised when I read this story yesterday that it was this level of almost pettiness of not only removing the um, 
the chairmanship positions, the leadership positions, but like taking away their parking spots mm-hmm. and things like that. And I know like, oh, well, if you're not in leadership, you don't get a parking spot. So it's not like I get it. I get all of it. But you know how you know how it looks coming, you know, when you're reading this story that they lose their parking spots too. like it just I, I thought, wow, that is a level. That's a step up from where I thought we were with this uh, with this dissent and this well, division in the party. And also, it 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 sort of. I, I told the story last night. I said, so when you take away the parking space, effectively you lose the prime in building, and you put the, the person has to park in an adjacent facility to where it may have been a two minute get out of your car and you're at your office or you're on the floor. Now it's somewhere between a five and depending on how brisk a five minute, you know, five six minute walk. Yeah. And I said last night to someone, think about what you're thinking about now, having had for years get out, get on the elevator, go up. Think about as you head to the building every day on that walk, you're probably coming in the building now rem- being reminded of the, the, the strife. Right? Yes, yes. So so it, it has a, a lingering point. effect. Yeah. It has a lingering effect. And so I, I just, uh, you know, I, I really, this is bad for a couple of reasons. One, because at the end of the day, we're all on the same ship, right? There ain't mm-hmm. no other boat of state. The ship of state is right here in Jeff City and whether you're whatever. So when you have these kind of uh, political tensions, rifts, fights, it damages the whole crew, right? Like no one gets out of this yeah. process unscathed. And that's the thing that, it, that troubles me the most because we have, you know, as a state, we are competing immediately with 49 other states, right? For everything growing. And we've talked about Missouri is a state that needs to figure out how to grow because we are not growing. We uh, are flat to shrinking. And this all sort of doesn't lend itself to us producing the best and brightest policy out of Jeff City that we can. I, I get the passionate positions. You and I have talked about there are a group of folks who say that this is the moment for people who ran on a platform to not amend that platform in any way, right? Yeah. Stand on it, fight yeah. for it, right? And so that's the ideological space that some of the members that have been uh, on losing spaces have taken. Then we talked about this in our last interview. Leadership has a different, slightly different dance, yeah, right? Yeah. We normally don't see these things, these tensions, these rifts play out in the public domain. These things are usually handled in private meetings where people yell at each other and then they come out on the floor and they understand that, you know, we may not agree on this and that, but we got to move stuff forward. So we have to find a way and they have to find a way to get back to some sense of functionality. Yesterday was probably not the first step in that direction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let me, so let me ask you this. Fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, we've, we've seen a little bit of this people engaged with the, with the news have seen, you know, this kind of play out the same type of division or argument uh, play out on the national stage with the with the Freedom Caucus there and like things with the Speaker of the House and that. Um, so now it's right here in the state of Missouri. Um, but I don't understand what I don't think has been really uh, explained is what is the core difference and the core the the core difference and the core meaning behind the division. What is the What's the big problem? I've heard a lot of name calling and things like that, yeah, but I've not yeah. heard like, oh, it's because of your stance on this issue or because you want to spend this money. Like, what is the what's what's the center of this problem? Well, so so let me try to frame it up in, in terms of ideological versus specific, and I'll talk some specific to flesh it out. You know, if you're if you're Senator Bill Ike, right, 
you are a leader in the Freedom Caucus, you have a fundamental perspective that one of the things that it takes for this state to grow, and he's been saying this since he was running first time, is that we ought to become like Tennessee, Texas, Florida. We ought to be a state that eliminates the income tax, right? Mm -hmm. Because he sees that as a barrier to true growth and competition. If you didn't have an income tax, then you, you could attract more businesses the way Texas does and other states do, right? Well, as he raised that issue, there was a lot of concern, pushback, whatever, and it wasn't a unifying position. And so it's been one that he sort of amended his position. He's now focused on other limiting other taxes, property tax. And even those haven't received what he would call a conservative warm reception because there are others who say, no, we can't. So, you know, you take that issue and then there are others who say, hey, we ought to have a much more clear uh, restraint on how tax dollars are used to fund anything that lends itself to abortion, right? Anything, right? We ought to be very guarded that taxpayer money in this state now, post Roe v. Wade, isn't used for that, right? And so, you know, you have a tax conversation where people say, hey, the best thing is no taxes and low or none and then allow the market to grow. We ought to have a much more dogmatic approach to how we restrict any kind of funding. There are people that say, hey, we need to do much more in education reform because our urban districts aren't producing a workforce and the old model, the old paradigm doesn't work. Let's blow it up. Well, when you put those things into a debate, into a Senate debate, 34 people representing uh, 114 counties, uh, there are Republicans who come from areas where those just are not, from, from their own perspective, the top priorities that the legislature should work on. And not that they're not important, but they see that on those, there could be room for compromise. So if I'm in a camp that doesn't see the pro-life issue or the tax issue as something that a real Republican would compromise on, mm -hmm. oh. ideas oh. out. And, and the first people that want me to compromise aren't, aren't even Democrats, it's people from my own caucus who are bringing a perspective from their district, right? And so this has built up over the last few years and it's built up over the, the framework of we become a state with much less experienced legislators because of term limits, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when you come in the building, this is what you know. If you can, if you're in the Senate, if you can convince the voters to give you one more shot, your whole universe in this building is eight years. So as you get closer to the end, into your second term, and you still haven't seen success on what you believe or your core conservative principles, you start to sort of get frustrated because the clock is ticking. Right. And now if you're someone that doesn't share those exact same 100% uh, principles and you're willing to compromise, the tension mounts. And this tension has been mounting for a couple of sessions, so, at least the last... Well, let me ask you this, Rodney. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna get to a couple of things before we run out of time. We got a few minutes left here with uh, Rodney Boyd. Everything that you just explained, and I'm glad you explained it that way because that helps make sense and and un, for people to understand what is happening. But all of that is politics and the type of issues that I feel like we've been debating, even, even emotionally, you know, even emotionally within your own side. This is, it's not, it's not out of the ordinary to debate these issues, these politics. This has taken it up to a, another level that almost feels personal. What about, what about these disagreements are different from the debates about these issues in the past that has brought it to this level? I mean, is it personal? I see two differences, yeah. right? I see two differences. One, I think the the pressure 
that you feel in a time in a term limited world means you have a greater sense of urgency. And if you don't feel like you're getting your policy initiatives, your, your stuff advanced, it becomes personal because you sit and you say, what is it about these ideas that's not getting the traction that I think? And if you can't find a sort of a policy impediment, right, then you begin to personalize it. So it, it, it has become personal. And that's what we've got to find our way out of, right? Because now people assume, well, if you're not supporting these ideas, it must be some flaw in your character. And I can't see why you wouldn't support it. And so no matter what, it has become personal. And the personal side of it is the more dangerous side, because now once I feel like you're not supporting me or you're against me, not because of a true political, you know, uh, divide, but because it's more personal, then maybe now we start a different level of attack, right? Mm -hmm. I start a different level of attacking, attacking the issue, but that issue attacking includes some personal attack as well, right? Or, or some personal critique, throw into the mix, Social media, right? So yeah. in the old days, yeah. the senators had these beasts. And the regular media. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. They, they never really left the building, right? Mm -hmm. But if, if I'm now trying to make a case of a particular position, and I choose to air that out in social media, now all of a sudden, there's a whole other uh, medium that we're having this fight in. It's not just in the building anymore. And so as a lot of these issues have come out of the building onto social media platforms, it intensifies the personal nature of the attack because you began to say, well, this person isn't really supporting this perspective that I believe is a true conservative perspective. Then that person responds. And so now you get into this sort of back and forth and that then comes back into the building, right? Mm -hmm. And it manifests itself in what we saw yesterday. And that's the thing that I think, uh, if we could just sort of take a deep breath and realize that we got to figure out a way and we have to mm -hmm. uh, in our government to take some of this, turn the temperature down. Don't compromise your principles, but get stuff done for the collective, right? Because the state is not competing intra. We're not competing within ourselves for economic growth and viability. We're competing with 49 other states. Yeah. And so I think that as we think about where we're going this year, we're going to have to remember what the real battle lines are because they're really not just intra one chamber or intra the capital. We're competing globally. So is there we're any, stuff do you see any, do you see a chance of that happening? Because it has gotten to such a level, social media included all the, everything you'd said was, is, is, is spot on. But I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around, um, you know, the people that got thrown out of their leadership positions and lost their parking spots and are seeing, you know, they and were name calling each other in, in, in the media, yeah. sitting down and working together. And we're just getting started with this legislative session. There's a lot of work to do. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not very optimistic about them getting on the same page. Do you see that path? Being, being, you formed. know, it's, it, I'll give you, I'll give, I'll give you two answers. I think it's, it's a tough thing to see today, but I've been around this building now for you know twenty five, almost twenty five years, and I do see us finding a way forward. And I think it's going to take, in all honesty, because this always works, it's going to take a little bit of humility, not the humility that manifests itself from weakness, but the humility that manifests itself from positions of strength. Right? My grandfather used to say, "Only strong people can be humble." Weak people are afraid. Mm. My point is, at some point, when That's we good. get done with the jousting and the jesting, 
is going to take the healthy dose of humility from some of the stronger people in this process uh, to get us to move forward. And I do believe we'll get there. Uh, Great stuff. I, I have, yeah. So I, I appreciate you putting the question that way. No, I, I appreciate, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the insight and the updates. We, we, we got to go, but if you, could you just tell if there is, what are, um, legislator, you know, normally this time of year, you and I will be talking about the issues that are being debated and we didn't even, you know, we didn't even touch on a single issue. Are there any specific, uh, bills or issues or, or topics that are front and center right now at the Capitol or is everything sort of distracted by this? No, the, the, the one thing that seems to be uh, moving is reform and, and expanding uh, educational opportunities and changes and so forth. That seems to be one that uh, there might be some consensus on. And you take whatever consensus item you can yes. and you build on it. Yes, right? yes. Amen. Yeah, well, that's good to know. That's good to hear because that maybe that is, to your point, the first step in sort of getting things going again after this rift is uh, let's agree on a couple of things and get some get some progress under our belt and go from there. Roddy Boyd, great stuff as always. Really appreciate your time and the insight each and every week on what's happening there in the Capitol, and I'm sure we will have lots more to talk about uh, in the coming weeks as we go through this legislative session. Uh, have a great day, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, Thank you. you. Man, that's awesome. I think it is just the most that question about like this is getting very personal that you just asked him yeah and how do we move forward when it gets that personal is the biggest question yet i mean i, I mean think- somebody kicks you out of your leadership position and then as he said I, that's a great point he made about especially on like this time of year when it's you know a couple of days ago it's zero degrees mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. last night it's pouring down rain you know there's when you had a parking spot that was right there at the building and walking in, you walked in and you were in your office. Now you're, now you're parked across the street. You got a five to 10 minute walk in the rain, in the snow, in the cold. And that whole walk, you're sitting there just fuming, fuming. Oh yeah. Let that this boil. is happening. And you may say, Oh, that's petty and that's ridiculous and whack, cry me a river that you have to park across the street. And I agree with all those things. But when it was taken, it was something that was taken away from you. You know, if you were just part, if that was your, if that was your part of your job and you had to walk across the street to go to work, yeah, cry me a river. Nobody's going to, but it's human nature and nobody could, don't tell me that you wouldn't be the same way because everybody would be if all of a sudden you had a convenience that you had grown used to and somebody took it away from you because they don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. We- that, that is a, that is a tough person to have to work with and no other going reasoning forward. there's no other i mean yeah. what there has been no other reasoning that has been brought yeah. forth other than a well, that's why i wanted to ask him what vendetta. was yeah that's what i wanted to ask him what was the core what's the core differences and i'm glad he explained it because it's not been explained anywhere you know like the the the, the issues at, at the heart of this haven't really been discussed so i'm glad to hear that stuff but all of it was sort of business as usual it was politics it was the same arguments and issues that we've been having you know between the between the parties and and internally within the parties since i've been covering the news and it never got to this level before so there has to be there's got to be another layer of something 
whether it's just personal animosity or whatever, but there's got to be another extra layer of something hate happened on there something happened. to get it to this level because this is not normal. Can I just read one tweet from Please. Caleb Browden that happened yesterday? Yes. He says, I am ready to refer every conservative <laughs> priority to committee today, including IP reform, tax reform, public safety measures, and so much more. Everything is still on the table and possible this year. It's time to get to work. It is time to get to work. It's time to get to work, but you just you're the put one who a slowed every, Yeah, you're the one who slowed everything down. You but, just put a wrench in the system yeah. for petty behavior. Yeah. It's it's just, it's so silly. Well, it's going to be real interesting to see how this all plays out. Tomorrow at this time, we're going to be talking to, or will it be tomorrow? Is it 3 o'clock when we talk to Justin? So tomorrow at 3 o'clock. No. 225. 225, mm-hmm. excuse me. So I was right. So this this same same time tomorrow that we had this conversation with Rodney just now. We will be talking with Justin Sparks, who's in the house. So not in the not directly in this because this is happening in the Missouri Senate, but he is a member of the Freedom Caucus and in the house there at Jeff City. So we'll have another really good conversation about what is happening up there. Hopefully, there's some optimism. Um, but uh, very much looking forward to that conversation tomorrow at 2.25 with Missouri State Representative Justin Sparks. We're going to open up Close's Cabinet just after 3 o'clock. And speaking of Missouri politicians, Josh Hawley is angry about the border and uh, is angry with Joe Biden and the administration and has and put out a report today or made a statement today with an eye-opening comparison to explain just how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And... When you put it the way that the that Senator Hawley did, it really makes you go, wow. I'm like, I'll explain that next on Colombo and Katie.